Welcome to another episode of I Am Not What You Think I Am podcast. I am your host, Gaten Judd. So today, um, we're talking to uh, a pop production, R&B, hip-hop, all that music that you know. Um, one of them is from Germany, the other one's from Switzerland. Um, they've worked with the likes of Steel Bangles, to Ray Black, to Mo Stack, to Notes, and the amazing AJ Tracy. And one of them likes to attend a festival that he shouldn't be at, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 He, I'm not gonna say who it is, but he, he knows. He knows. Who That's he lovely. Is. That's lovely. He knows who he is, guys. I'm here with a wonderful the elements. Yo, Yay. how you doing? I'm good, brothers. Uh, how you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Good. Just coping with lockdown. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. So, um, guys, we're currently. I'm currently talking to the boys, and we're all three of us are in three different locations. So I'm in London. And one of them's in Germany and one of them's in Switzerland. So it's it's crazy how all these like technology stuff work, but we're here and we're gonna be asking them some questions. So um first and foremost, how are you guys finding it during this pandemic season? And it's a weird time definitely for all of us probably. But um it's just nice to be be at home, you know, where you grew up as a child and to see the family because that hasn't been the case in the last couple of years, you know. Mm. So it's 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 a great time, and and we still get on with lots of music, fortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty nice to just take a state take a step back and just calm down from the hectic lifestyle in London, mm. and just chill a bit, focus on music, you know, be with the family, and relax. Mm. And when when did you guys um when did you guys go back home? It's funny, man. We actually both went home in mid March just to meet our families for one weekend, and that was like the the week where it kind of really kicked off all over Europe. So then we just made the last minute call just to stay at home mm. and see how it plays out, mm. just for our, our safety and. Uh, yeah, it turned out to be a good decision, I think. Oh, that's a blessing right there. That's, yeah. a, that's a big, because I know some of my friends um, that live in London, they wanted to be with their families, but all the airports were shut. So they're just like, right now, just stuck in a small yeah, apartment would, on their own. I think that would have been horrible for us too, man, because we can't work in our studio, you know, far away from the family. It's just not good in these times mm. yeah yeah and being lo- in lockdown in london would have been way harder for me for some oh. reason how come i don't know it just here i have a lot of nature and i can go outside and the density of people mm. is not that high yeah and in london it's just everything's packed and living in a in a, in a flat share just doesn't make it seem that appealing to me mm. yes yeah. i'm great i'm grateful that i'm i'm here and everything's I'm I'm safe and everything's fine. So, mm. yeah. No, I'm I'm glad that when I messaged you guys, I'm glad that you guys told me you're at home because I know obviously all your family is 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 back in your your country. So it'd be nice in this time to be a family um, rather than just being in like you said in a small apartment where it's so busy that you won't feel great. But um, yeah, I'm I'm happy that you guys are at home. So um, we're gonna get into it. Um, I'm gonna ask both of you individually. So. 
Um, Kevin, if you want to go first, um, like, where was you born and, like, what's your family background like? I was actually, funny enough, I was born in London. Okay. Because my dad had to travel when I was younger because of his job. And we moved around Europe and then eventually got stuck in Switzerland where I lived, like, 90% of my life. And then after, when I finished high school, I decided to move over to London to pursue a music career. Mm-hmm. So I found this school called Point Blank, where I met Bogo, my first date. And it's kind of the same, we have this exact same story, man. <laughs> yeah, and then it just went from there, basically. Oh, but, sweet. Yeah, my music background is I started playing the saxophone when I was really young. And then eventually got into music producing because of my saxophone teacher. Because I was bored of playing other people's uh, um, music. So I got into composing first and then into music production. And then, yeah, left, left the saxophone aside a bit. Focused really on music production. And now, lately, I've been playing a lot of piano. Nice. And you can you still play the saxophone? I've actually rented it in London, like just before lockdown. But <laughs> I was trying to get back into it, and now now it's just literally sitting sitting on my couch in my flat. <laughs> it's just waiting to be played. Basically. Waiting to be played. Oh, that's horrible, man! <laughs> so, I didn't I didn't even know that. So yeah, mad. So, yeah, mad I have mad. to wait to be back in London for that. Don't worry, soon come, soon come, it's coming. Hopefully. It's coming. And Borgo, same for you, like what? So you're born in London? Same for me. I'm born, no, no, no. I was born in Germany, in a small town called Kempen, which is near Dusseldorf and Cologne. It's like in in the west part of Germany. And I grew up there, spent all my childhood here. And then, um, yeah, when I graduated from high school, same as Kev, I moved to London to study music production, for six months initially but then uh extended it to two years and then just stayed you know <laughs> because london is such a great place for music and everything and but yeah back back to germany i, I just uh, i got into music through my dad who plays the guitar and has played in bands and he introduced me just to logic at a really early age um really young age and we just produced and created music together mm. and I also then started playing the piano and um, when I was I think 13 or 14 I did like a workshop which was uh, about garage band and then logic and that was like the first time I really got interested in, in producing myself and yeah mm-hmm. started taking it more seriously sweet so then so like so like kevin said you guys met at this university um were you guys in the same class or how did you guys yeah. like, bump into was, each other it was literally literally the first lesson he he bogo has been no i've at, already been there for nine months but it was, it was my first, first day. day it was my first my second day in london actually because i moved like just a day before the the uni started i was frightened and then i i he we had like a little introduction lesson where everybody, I don't know, said their, their names and told the, each, each, everyone else where they come from and stuff. So he said he's from Germany. And after the lesson, I approached him and said, yo, 
I'm from Switzerland. I was hoping to be able to speak German. And yeah. Nice. And then we just we just bonded over over speaking the same language. I literally just spoke and uh our, our university had these studios which you could just book. So we were like, let's just hang out in the studio, play each other some music and listen to music we like. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the start, start of it all. So did you know at that moment that yeah, cool. I'm about to like basically be in like a production group, or was it just a thing like, yeah. you know what? I'm just jamming with my friend, and it's not. Yeah, like, yeah, it was more like that, that man. Mm. It was like we just started making music together, and we had like a good chemistry going. You know, I think on the first day we made something, and then it always got better, and uh, we just we just had fun in the beginning, but it just. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a good good experience, and we just continued to make music together, and never really stopped. Mm-hmm. So, so when was the day that was like cool? When was like the day that the elements was created? Like you guys brought up the name, and how did you I even think... come up with the name as well? That was that was, had... that, that was that oh, was yeah. funny enough. That was like a week before our first official release, which was Fashion Week by yeah. Steel Bangles featuring AJ Tracy and No Stack. Um yeah and and that we, was the that was the time we came up with the name the elements you know but mm-hmm. like we were we kind of had this group going for for a lot longer before that but we had a different name and um which we don't want to disclose no we don't want to disclose was it, <laughs> no, is it, is definitely, it not, definitely not definitely no, not <laughs> no, it's not it's not embarrassing it's just a bad name <laughs> so we were just we just had to come up with something good you know on the spot because there was a release coming up mm. and um, we chose the elements, which was a good decision, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, prior to prior to that song, actually, what did you guys know what sound you was going for as a group? Or was it just a thing like we can just do every genre or was there like one genre you guys specifically wanted to do? No, it was like, I think it was a lot of trial and error and also... Just being in London and working and and studying at this university, you know, there was there were lots of different people, so we tried lots of different genres and working with different singers, rappers, and I think it was the first time both of us got into hip hop and UK hip hop. You know, we worked with these rappers that really gave us like a, a a good overview of what was going on in the UK. You know. Um, I think it was the first time we got introduced to Afrobeats and stuff like that. So we just experimented a lot and um, really started enjoying making hip hop. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah. Sweet stuff. So, how did you guys meet Steel Bangles? How did that relationship start? That relationship came through my internship at Cape London, which happened after me finalizing my uni i was looking for for like assistant jobs and i found it on the uni forum that the the guy that was um, engineering at tape london studios before me was looking for an assistant i was like i was like i found it like a month late and i was like there's no way they're gonna they're gonna even see this application must be so many people applying for this so i applied for it like a month delayed and uh, within two days, I got a response, and they told me, "Yeah, 
do you want to come by for an interview? Uh, let's 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 meet. So I went there, had an interview. Eventually, everything turned out good. I got the job, and then the guy who was working there before me left, and I took his 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 position. And it was it was I'm really grateful for that because that position is is really powerful because you meet a lot of people, a lot of international artists, a lot of um, high end music music people who are like really connected in the music industry and music business mm. and you you start you slowly start networking um and bangles was was one of the guys who who kept using the studio every now and then and that's mm -hmm. that's how i met him okay and what was like the first conversation was it just like hey i'm this producer guy and like now the first conversation was like i was i was there just assisting wasn't really a conversation mm -hmm. it was more like um i'm i'm there gotta look after him you know that kind of yeah thing. yeah and so then how did he know oh sorry carry on yeah and then slowly he realized oh I'm, I'm i'm a producer as well and slowly started giving him samples and uh, playing him some of our beats and then eventually one day fashion week happened so, Sick. I mean, yeah, the, the good thing about tape is it's such an amazing platform, you know, and mm. um, just being around in the studio, as Kev said, you, you meet all of these people and you have access to, to certain people you, you would never like have access to otherwise. Mm. And once they started respecting us as producers, we just, yeah. Mm. started started getting 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 cuts you know yeah and yeah steel bangles one was like the first one mm -hmm. um so for those that are listening um tape is a club in london by the way for those that be thinking wait these guys have been saying tape a lot it's a club in london um in central london and there's a studio spot over there that's where the boys work there's a st um, studio in the club there's a studio in the club, <laughs> which, which, which is crazy. When, when I first met these guys, I was like, this is so cool. Like, there's a studio inside a club. I've, I've never heard of such thing. And that's like such a sick idea. Um, so Fashion Week, um, how did you guys feel when that came out? I mean, we, I think back then, I mean, we made, the, we made most of the instrumental and then, fin and then luckily they hopped on the beat. And then we finished the track with Bangles. And that was like last year in February, I think. Right, Kev? Yeah. And then they just really quickly decided to release it. So <laughs> we didn't really have any expectations. Mm. And it just, yeah, it just went straight into the top 10. And we just, yeah, we, we just, it just <laughs> was, was great. You know, it was our first release. Mm -hmm. So we were like what, what's going on you know but yeah that was that was and, our first reaction and did you guys feel like okay cool now that we've got this one we now need to push a bit more or was it a thing where you're like you know what let's just relax a bit no then... no it was exactly the opposite it was like fuck we can actually do this let's yeah. let's mm. go all in you know this mm. was this was a perfect example let's just put 200 percent in it and just smash it and mm. you know you know yeah. you know the the thing is before fashion week we were like not known as the elements as we said before you know we came up with our name a week before fashion week so 
that was like the first time that people in the music industry and artists actually saw us as as these producers so mm. and shortly after fashion week we just started having regular sessions which we didn't really have before you know we were always using tape the, the tape studio and uh, try to work with as many people as we could there but after that people started and ARs started reaching out to us and that was like the moment where where we realized okay let, let, let's let's go you know let's do as mm. much as we can and work with lots of different people and get us get as much music done and and out as possible mm-hmm and um sorry still still talking about fashion week did you guys have a manager during that time or was it just you two doing the music and the business together uh, we got we got pretty kind much of. I mean, we got pretty much the, our manager whilst Fashion Week, whilst that during that time. So it was kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of at the same same time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so I'm now going to speak about other projects that you guys have worked on, and um, just basically tell me like the whole process behind it, and yeah, pretty much simple. So Karamani, No Logic, how did that come about? Yeah, that was that was like one of the things that came through fashion week was that jay who you also know yeah first access he reached out to us um and we had a meeting with him about potential uh, projects which we could work on car was one of them and yeah i think we had a session in last year in summer last year or like two 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 sessions i think and that was one of the songs that came out out of those sessions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, another song, Floss, by AJ Tracy, featuring most I can notes. How, how did that come about again? Yeah, um, that just came... How did that come? I think... Well, we've been, Similar we've, as Fashion Week. Yeah, we've been working actually a lot with most like and, and AJ Tracy. And we have so many unreleased songs with them. It's crazy, but that was just one of the songs that we made uh, when, yeah, AJ hit us after, up. After Fashion that was, Week. Yeah, yeah, that was done after Fashion Week, but AJ hit us up and he was like, uh, are you around this week? Let's let's get in the studio. So we just went there and just did floss, basically. You know, the good, mm-hmm. the good thing about having a club next to, next to the studio you work in, you know, it gives people a reason to come, mm. you know, and I think... I think especially with hip hop artists. Yeah, they like that's it. So, that's always a plus. You <laughs> that's, know? that's their comfort mm-hmm. zone. That's a big plus. Mm-hmm. But, but so, funnily enough, they... Floss wasn't done on a club night. Oh, yeah, I, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It, wasn't. it, was, often... it, was, it was a very sober night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very sober yeah. night. <laughs> and how is it like working with like, these guys? Like, is it, um, like, how would you compare working with like a rapper to a singer like what's the mindset that you guys go like what's the different mindset that you guys go in with these two different kind of styles uh i feel like i feel like working with a singer you know it's more about the song and um it's more often you, you actually start from scratch whereas with with rappers you can you can you can prepare beats and play play these to the to to them, and if they don't like them, you can you can also start from scratch. But I feel like it's it's quicker in a way, you know, 
Yeah, you can easily just like do four songs in a, in a session with a rapper. In a session with a rapper. Because some, sometimes they, 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 they come with pre-written bars and already ideas or they're like, oh yeah, let's do this mm -hmm. and this. And then we make the beat in like 20 minutes and they, they already write something to it and then we arrange it in another 10 minutes and the song is basically done. So mm. working with rappers is way quicker um, than working with mm. singers. Yeah, singers, it can, it can take a while. It can You've take got, a like, while, you know, yeah. Top yeah. lining exactly. and all that. Mm. And do you guys write yourselves or is it just like we just focus on production and that's we, it? We definitely help out. We definitely help out with, with melodies and arrangements. We write, all, we write all of the music, but we're not really the greatest lyricists. But mm -hmm. I think it will, it will come, you know? Yeah, that'll come. That'll come. So um, I want to talk about the workflow, how you guys work together. Like, who does what? Who does the drums? Who does the chords? Or is it a thing that you both do it together? Obviously, I've worked with you guys, so I haven't understand how you guys work. But for people that haven't worked with you guys yet, how do you guys basically balance off each other? How do you guys work in the studio? I mean, we, we both kind of do everything, you know. But I feel like in the past, it, it's often been that I started on the keys and Kev started on the on the computer and then we just get something going, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then we just swap and, uh, you know, just layer stuff, uh, start, start to get, get the beat to, to sound good and mm -hmm. go from there. But it's, yeah, we're both pretty much like have the same same abilities production and 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 music wise mm -hmm. and it every session that you guys do is it always you two together or is it sometimes it'll be care or sometimes it might be Bogo? like have you guys ever well, done we, that we haven't done that yet no 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 because because okay. we're because we're both in london we we just focus focusing on music and we're cool to work together so yeah mm. it's been it's been it's been working pretty pretty good it's been working really well so um we just we just continue to do that like like that it's just just been when right. when some someone was ill or something you know yeah you can't, can't cancel the session and uh, a good question do you guys ever clash in front of artists <laughs> that you're working <laughs> that's funny definitely man i mean yeah. i mean not, not in front of artists it, it depends how well you know well, we, you know the, the person the thing is the thing is we can hide it because we speak german you know yeah exactly and that's that's very that's very uh, that's very helpful in those cases but what would happen if so, what happened if someone's like yeah i understand what you're saying by the way like, no that, oh, that can't can, happen how can you say that to him we, that could never happen that could never man. happen <laughs> hey you, you no, never you know you know you know what i i once i was with my friends once and we were just like messing around and we were like calling people ugly don't, don't ask me i was really young <laughs> and um people just walking past i was like yeah that she's ugly he's ugly he's ugly and then this girl walked past and she was actually really really beautiful <laughs> but we were playing the game so i was like i said in french i was like oh mush. that means that like, she's really ugly the girl turned around she was like excuse me she's like excuse me i said oh my <laughs> word i said you know what i'm actually never gonna do this again because you don't know who understands and the thing is the person even looked like it looked like a very typical just London person. It didn't look like, oh, this person speaks French or yeah. whatever. And I was like, oh, crap, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I got to be yeah, that, that could mm. definitely happen one day. But um, 
like we just mo most of the time we clash you know when we're just working together alone in the room um but it's also like tiny things you know yeah which exactly. which, which are not relevant which is kind of it's often over done. tiny things that are not relevant you know because you you always have different views you always have you know things you do differently and as a duo you mm. kind of have to find the the middle ground you know which can be hard but mm. you just learn it a lot um over time so um just recently you guys had a another single with aj tracy yeah most like again called dinner guest so how when did that happen just before you guys were called that obviously just before um this whole pandemic thing happened or did you guys do this last year when it was, did it this was done very early this year and <clears throat> um, january yeah yeah it was it was done at a club night and aj had, aj came in yeah and he had the idea to sample to sample the tune and um we just started the beat and it was it was we were really in a, in a good flow that day and mm. made the whole song that night and how was it working with aj because i think he's one of like the best in the country um funny enough he, we actually went to the same church but he wouldn't know <laughs> me i wouldn't know him i wouldn't be the guy to be like yeah AJ, my boy. <laughs> like, like, it's not because um so there's like a big brother of mine from my church he um he used to like mentor him um when we were young and one day we were in Nando's and AJ walked past and he was like, Oh, sup Jeffrey. And I was like, wait, how the hell did you know him? And he was like, he went to our church. I said, no, he didn't. He said, yeah, he did. Like back in the day, like when he was young, like he used to rap from there. And I was like, that is hilarious. <laughs> like, and just seeing how humble, like how humble he was, like come to our table and say, hi, you know, he didn't have to do that. So that already spoke so much. Yeah, he... like, yeah, this guy look blessed. So you guys know, he's, him he's, so he's the most him. humble guy, man, honestly. He's so cool to work mm. with. Uh, he 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 he's quite. <clears throat> sorry, he has he has a quite um, remarkable vision and yeah, yeah, strong idea. Whenever he steps into the studio, and we're it's pretty it's pretty easy to work with him. Honestly, it's really mm. good if you have someone you know who knows what they want, because and 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 who can actually you know put it to words, because. You know, he just gives us a very good brief and we can just carry, uh, start, start doing what we do, you know, and mm. that has worked out really well every time we, 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 uh, we work together. Mm. Um, do you feel like it's easy when the artist already knows what they want, but sometimes that won't always be the case. So have you guys, I'm sure you guys have been in sessions where it's a bit, the guy doesn't really know what he wants or the girl doesn't know what. She really wants. How how do you guys then solve the issue? I mean, I'm I I I I'm I'm comfortable about around those two scenarios. So when when the artist knows exactly what they want, or when the artist doesn't know at all, because you can offer them and you can you can delete the way. But when the artist is kind of in the middle, then it's kind of a bit awkward to work. It is hard, yeah. But you just need to mm. you just need to feel it out. I feel like, you know, in the beginning of every session, we we just chat to to whoever we work with. You know, we just try to find out um, if we know if we don't know the person what they're about and what they want to say, what they want to what they want to do. You know, how it should sound, what songs they mm. they love at 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 this at this time at the moment. You know, what they listen to, and mm -hmm. 
if they can't really say what they what they want, you know, you just start somewhere, and um, if they don't like it straight away, you just move on to the next idea, you know. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's a bit of tr trial and error again until we mm. find something that that sticks and that everybody feels. Yeah. Comfortable, yeah. You want to make sure that people are comfortable rather than just stick into something where you know it's going yeah. nowhere. So you don't want to yeah. you don't want to force things, you know, in a session. Definitely <laughs> not. You not the first one. <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely the first one because that's just like okay. Well, um, maybe maybe, maybe when you have a really again. good relationship with an artist, you can you can tell them like, trust me, this this will suit you very well, or you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you get the when you when the artists and producers have that trust relationship, then everything else is just so easy. Like you don't feel exactly. like oh, like if the artist goes, yeah, I don't feel this track. You're not taking it to offense or taking it to heart. Like oh my god, how can you yeah. not like it? You're just like oh right, cool, next. So that's 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 good. So what's what's the future plans for the elements? What like what have you guys got like lined up or what are you guys working on at the moment? We we've got a couple of releases coming up in in June. I don't think we can we can talk about any no, of them no, though. We should, we, 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 <laughs> no, no, keep 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 them low. Unfortunately, but um, <laughs> you'll probably hear them very soon. Um, like just in the past couple of months, we've just finished up lots of songs, you know, that are due to release, and we've just created lots, lots and lots of instrumentals and beats um, and song starters and song starters, you know, that we send out to. The artists we've worked with in London that we send out to to new contacts and new people, and that's what kept us busy in the last two months, basically. Sweet, that's good. And um, I've got a couple of questions for you guys. Um, what would be your dream cut? Which artist would you guys love to like work with? For me, it would be Kendrick. Okay, yeah, I think that's that, that self-explanatory. But I, mm -hmm. I I love his 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 productions. I love his uh, his songs and uh, his concepts are always on point and so unique. So yeah, mm -hmm. he's, and uh, Bobby, he's, he's great, you? definitely. Um, oh, it's my dream cut, man. Um, I really like James Blake, but he he just does everything himself, you know. So, so well, he, he, really... he has a little producer guy that works with him. Does He's, he? Yeah, he produced the uh, the latest uh, Slow Tie song. Oh, Sweat On. Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't, but oh, you see, Kevin's, Kevin's ready, ready, man. Kevin's ready. What would you mean? Ready? <laughs> <laughs> you come in. You come in with the so you know. Man. Yeah. You you, you know always, the information. Man. You're always. ready for you it. You gotta know another producer, <laughs> you know. Come have on, to. you have to. Um, you have to. So my next question is, what is um, you lot's favorite song that that has been it's the not out that yet. is out? It's, <laughs> it's, it's not out yet. Wow. It's not but out yet. No, wait, wait, wait. From from the first songs that um, we've done so far, I feel like mine. I think mine's Fashion Week. I think just because it was our first song and. It's just good, good memories attached to the song, and I just enjoy the vibe, you know. Mm -hmm. And Kev, is that my, yours my, as well, my, or is it something else? Not out yet. 
It's, it's not out yet. Okay. Yes. Top secret Kev, yeah? Top secret Kev, man. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> and my last question for you guys. Um, any advice on upcoming producers who are from different countries around Europe that want to move to the UK? Like, what advice would you guys give to them? Pogo? Um, it, it depends on, what, I think, on what kind of music we want to make, you know, because um, with hip-hop, I don't think you need to be in a, in a, in a hub, you know, like London. To, to be successful it, it helps but you can you can like build build your your following you know on, on youtube and instagram and start getting cuts this way um but i feel like it definitely always helps to be in a it, be in a city where you know that that is a hot spot for music and hip-hop and whatever you want to do so i think moving to to a, to a hub of music is like the first step you should consider if you want to you want to make music professionally and produce professionally so moving to berlin or um sweden or or london yeah that's that's definitely like what helped me and kef you know that's how we met um i mean i mean i mean i th i think the first thing, yeah, of course, move to the city as a, that, that's a music hub. But I also think networking is 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 the thing that gets you the furthest um, in terms of your career. Because mm. you can be really talented, but those other the remaining fifty percent is the network you have, you know. Definitely, definitely, but but you can build the strongest networks, you know, where where the people are that actually call the shots, you know, in in the business. Um, but on the production side, I think, as simple as it sounds, you know, you just produce as lot as you can, as you can, um, remake and reproduce songs you like and you you wish you produced. I think that's how how I really got better at producing. You know, I just picked songs, imported them into Logic and just tried to remake them from scratch. I like that, actually. I've never heard that. Um, but that's actually a very good idea. Yeah, you learn you learn really very a lot tip. about sound design and and programming, you know. And because, arrangement. And arrangement, exactly. Which is such a vital part as well. Mm. It's so, so important. So that mm. was like... No, that's... It, that's a very powerful tool, you know, to really make Mm -hmm. great progress and that's, that's really good advice thank you guys honestly for that that's that's good advice for people that'll be tuning in um for upcoming producers um guys it's it's not like everything is possible like these guys came to the uk they met at a uni and what they've done so far in the last year or so is amazing and they're gonna have more stuff i mean they're they're lovely guys i had a pleasure to work with them um late last year um they're great guys and um appreciate guys, that, thank man. you very much thank you again man um and i got one more thing before i leave does does the person want to reveal who they are that like to go to them them festivals or do what, they want to stay quiet what person is that out of, out of you two one of you guys oh which is that who is that that's a good who question is that? who is it who is it but well 
you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll keep it between <laughs> yeah. us three. Yeah? We'll, we'll leave it between us three. We, 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 won't, we won't bait the person out. We won't bait the person out. But guys, I hope to see you again soon once this whole yeah, thing is done. Definitely, man. 100%. Stay safe. And thank you very much for Thanks. doing this. Once no again. worries, man. Thanks. Thanks for getting uh, us on here. Anytime, my brothers. Anytime.